This is the Schnauzer Logic Radio Company. And this is Not the Podcast, episode number 10, being recorded on a Tuesday. Unexpectedly, it is August the 22nd, 2023. Son of Easter, my friends. Son of Easter, welcome. You've managed to tune in, latch on, otherwise download that stream of bits known around the world as Not The Podcast. Yes, this is Not The Podcast. You were expecting Not The Podcast I was certainly planning on doing and Not The Podcast that anyone thought was going to have an extra person in the studio today, but there you go. My name is Robin Goldstein. I'm your host, I'm your buddy, and I'm your pal. I'm also a straight white Buddhist vegetarian lesbian fraternity boy trapped in the body of a recovering transsexual empath attorney with a bizarre sense of humor and a master's degree in city planning. And I am thrilled and delighted to eat. welcome each and every one of you here to our 10th episode, number 10, which turns out to be like a big fucking deal in the world of podcasting. I actually found a podcast... Uh, I was looking for like sleep podcasts where people read boring literature like the instruction manual for a 1985 Amana radar range, but like in a boring way. And I thought, oh, that'd be great. That'll help me get to sleep. There's no sort of no stakes to that. And uh, and they had two episodes. And I thought, well, shit, I got nine episodes and now we have 10 episodes. So there we go. And before we go any further, um, the reason, so the, 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 there was a plan last Monday. I did an episode, as you may or may not know, but I did an episode. I was really excited about that. And I thought, oh, I think I'll do another episode today. And I have been thinking about, I will sort of tease this. This is known as a tease in the business. I've been thinking about writing. I'm going to say a book, it may be a pamphlet, I don't really know how long it's going to be, but really on how to tell story for folks in technology and entrepreneurs and things of that nature. Because I think that there's a sense of like anybody knows how to tell a story and then people don't do it because they're afraid or they think that there's lots of rules, et cetera, et cetera. And I have a way of getting into it. And so I started to write a preface to this book and got very excited about it. And I thought what I would do is read it to you today. And so I came into the studio this morning and I set everything up. And then what happens is you get into this kind of analysis paralysis where you're like, well, I just need to edit this again. I just need to edit this again. I just need to edit this again. I think technically it's known as polishing a turd. And I got to the point where I thought, like, uh, I'm going to take a break, maybe go into the other room and just eat too many carbohydrates. And there was a knock on my door. Actually, there was a ring on my bell. And um, it's, a, it's a Google bell. So whatever the Google version of a ring doorbell is. And my friend Kirsten was there. And, um, and and, and she came in to say hello, and I said, well, do you want to chat with me? Let's sit down in the studio. And then she sat down in the studio, and I said, we should just do a podcast. Or maybe she said we should do a podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time since the pandemic, two people in the studio, and the other person is my great, great friend, Kirsten Jarvie. Did I say any of that right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like holding back the laughter. Is it over good? Here. Did I do yes. okay? You did. You're always there amazing, you go. Robin. I, I adore you. Oh, likewise. <laughs> so, welcome to Not the Podcast. <laughs> well, thank you. It's a joy to be here. There you what a go. Pleasure. And 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 why don't you tell me, like, like share why you're here today? Because that was kind of interesting to me. Oh, really? Um, so what I came is to speak with Robin is I've been working on an infrared uh, technology project and me coming from healthcare, 
I just love regenerating the body and the body coming back to symbiosis. And so that is my zone of genius and uh, been blessed as a healer. I think I just came into life as a healer, but I love music and think music is medicine for many. And you and I connected through music and in all different ways. There's a sense well, of humor, too. We connected through my teeth. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, we connected true. through my teeth. It's true. Kirsten, Kirsten was my was my hygienist for for many years. And and you sort of meet people on your journey, right? And and you sort of realize, like, oh, you're going to be part of this. There's um uh, uh, in, in Vonnegut's Catch Cradle, yes. right? He talks about um, uh, <laughs> sort of having a caress, right? People that are... Right, there are false caresses, right? And he, I think he uses like he calls like the Lions Club or you know all the graduates of you know the University of Chicago. That's a false collection of people. They're not really connected. But then there's like the real people who are like, oh, there's a reason that you're in my they're in my orbit. There was a reason that we're in the world together. And so I, it's I always I, I hesitate to talk about how long I've been friends with someone because <laughs> we've been we, friends a long time because it means we must have met when we were like three or four. It's not true. Just fucking keep getting older. So it was uh, it was the Vans collection. I know it was yeah the Vans collection. yeah exactly exactly. So so are you still so you're still working as a hygienist occasionally, but you you've sort of moved in because you were also an educator. You were teaching. Uh, up at UCS, I was. SF, mm-hmm. and and then so tell me about sort of moving from what you might consider to be sort of more traditional kinds of medicine, right? Like right. like like the thing that people study in school, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's this very well understood curriculum and and years and years, like sort of I will say old medicine, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way. No, not at to, all. To moving into Sort of new modalities, new methodologies, new uh, n- uh, uh, perhaps experimental, but that doesn't mean that things are not interesting or valid or useful or helpful. What what was that like? What was that like? Well, I think you know myself being a hygienist, I got to see things up close and personal on a small blood vessel level, and oh. intuitively I could sense things in people's bodies, and I had to work okay. with that, and that's when I went into Reiki. And so Reiki really opened my mind up to, it's a lineage, it's a Japanese lineage of light healing, but it also, mm-hmm. for those that are Reiki masters, you go through a, a series of um, study, just like if you were in traditional medicine or even dental hygiene, and hygienists and nurses have been using it for a long time. They just don't tell people, but they ask if people are open to that. So it really dawned on me that, wow, I really want to get into this because I was seeing it help balance people who are stressed Mm -hmm. being in the heart of Silicon Valley. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Everything is fast. Yeah. It helped them to slow down. And then they wanted to know what I was doing because they would feel a tingling sensation. Uh, Sure. So that's really, it's just, how God made me really <laughs> and then fabulous. being open-minded enough and then I started studying a lot of Dean Ornish's work which was mm-hmm. integrative medicine and I'm more kind of western eastern medicine because both play a part sure but it's a balance sure. knowing one's body yeah so yeah. I really enjoy just seeing people happy and enjoy gotcha and if you can bring that back to who they naturally are when they came here mm-hmm. when we were birthed I mean everybody comes enters well most do enjoy um and this something you know can be traumatic of course in the birthing process but you know to be here in los gatos and 
California, which is home, and you've traveled all across the country, and I have too, it really opened my mind of how people think or yes. are. And so um, this is home though, because I just think California has such an essence and a um, vibe to it mm -hmm. of an openness, but also an intelligence, yeah. but a kindness and a spirituality. Sure. Which I think those three things and compassion and empathy, of course, um, those are really what help the heart center for people to heal if they're going through it. Gotcha. So that's kind of why. With, with, with <clears throat> all of that. <laughs> that's a lot, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's hard to put and, into words. <laughs> and, 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 when you, and when you talk about how I've traveled all across the country, I don't consider trying to avoid arrest warrants to travel. <laughs> But okay, I'll, I, I suppose broadly speaking, that would be a kind of travel. Um, uh, um, given everything that you've said, it still feels like there's a lot of anger and hostility and aggression here in Silicon Valley, right? That That along with all of the lovely things that come with Northern California, yes. right? Which, which I think in, in many ways can be found just sort of in the environment of where we are, right? Mm -hmm. It's a kind of a beautiful place, right? From where I am sitting right now, right? You are 30 minutes from the Pacific Ocean, right? You're sort of half that distance to get into the Santa Cruz Mountains, right? You can go the other direction and kind of almost be in desert, right? You're mm -hmm. sort of in the middle of the Central Valley. And and so the you, you get this. And, and I went to the... Have you been to the top of Mount Amunam since they've reopened the... Yes, I have. I, I only did that for the first time like a month ago. Oh, it's beautiful. So Mount Omenum is, um, is part of the Santa Cruz uh, mountains. mountains. Yeah, it's a part of the Sierra Azul Reserve, mm -hmm. I think, from mm -hmm. Santa Clara. And at the very top of it was a, was it a military? It was a radar installation of it some a, kind? It was a satellite radar installation. Satellite radar installation, which they then, I guess, abandoned and closed down. But you couldn't get there because there was... Security, yes. Security. And also they said, maybe true, maybe not, that there were sort of, um, you know, like toxic materials. I mean, like what the, the things that come out of um, uh, of transformers, like C, yes. C, CB, I want to mm -hmm. say CBD, but that's not no, it. That's, that's the, not it. That's the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the good stuff, but the bad stuff stuff i forget what it was called but and so they had to have, like i guess it was declared a toxic you know race it like, was, yes. maybe maybe it was also to keep people away i'm not sure but but so you could go part the way up the mountain mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which was beautiful um and i did that for many years with a little ham radio and i'd sit on the side of the road with a little antenna and uh and a little beach chair and there was like no parking lots or anything and then the mountain bikers would kind of go up to the top and every now and then a ranger would come by and look at me and like what are you doing it's like i'm a ham radio operator it's like oh right okay i know who you are you're safe you're weird but you're safe yes. and they let me go <laughs> but now they've opened it all the way to the very top and and i went up there uh as I say, about a month ago, and the views of the Silicon Valley it's and like amazing. all of the Bay Area. I mean, I, I suppose that on a you know on a clear day you can see hundreds and hundreds of miles. It is astounding. It's beautiful. The beauty that we live among, mm -hmm. and so given that, I actually said to somebody recently, I uh, a friend of mine, I who who I was visiting in Santa Cruz and who has a lot of property around the Bay Area and took me to one of their homes right on the ocean and I looked at them and I said you should be happier you know what I mean like like you are too miserable given all of the natural beauty that you can access 
without with sort of a moment's notice. And you're living in it. And, and you're yeah. living in the middle of yes. it. Yes. Yes. And I think people sometimes forget what. So how do you explain yeah. sort of my friend and the the kind of the toxic um, anger and hostility and right uh, that that you sort of see? I mean, I'm thinking in particular of Elon, but he, he's not yeah. he's not exclusive to that kind of yeah. behavior. How do you how do you explain that? And can we throw some Reiki yeah, at him? Yeah, really. Um, I think to me, it's you're too much in your head and not in your heart. Right. And as we go inward, we know tr- the truth. And sometimes when you get caught up in leadership positions and pulled each and every direction, you forget who you are. And this applies to anybody. And in leadership, I think it's really, really important to have grace and to pause because it's very quick. It's very easy to get caught up in the emotions and some of it's truth and some of it's not. And granted, what we've been through since 2016, a lot of it was manipulation. Mm-hmm. And people, I think, are very frustrated. What is the truth? What is not? And the truth is truly, as you know, um, it's kind of the Buddhist way, is to go within the heart. And when you're in your heart and in your body, you know the truth. You, things will resonate with you better. But if you're always on the outside or too much in your head, which God bless you, engineers. A lot of you are. <laughs> yeah, It's hard for them to slow down because they feel like they have to keep up with the Joneses, no matter how much money you have. Money, money is great because it works in divinity and it works in abundance, but sometimes it can go to people's heads. And when that happens, then that ego side gets involved and there's enough for everybody in this day and age, really. Yeah, there truly is. And I'm not trying to say, like, give your money away or whatever. Just involve Whew. yourself and <laughs> good. Good involve yourself in really good things like the Peninsula Open Space. Speaking right. of the satellite, they right. went up there and they actually cleaned up what it was, was radiation toxicity. Oh, is that from, right? Yeah. From the satellites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> from, that's one aspect of it. But they purchased it and wanted to open it up so everybody can see the beautiful views and i don't i don't know that enough people go up there but it no. is and it maybe is, we should keep that quiet well it's it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's okay but it's, it is beautiful it's it, it's 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 almost beyond beautiful right i mean if it you've is. ever if it's you've magical. ever if you've ever stood at the edge of the grand canyon mm-hmm. right or Same something feeling. like that where you look at the the expanse in front of you and you think to yourself like how the fuck is that even possible right and then, you know, our view of the Silicon Valley tends to be from close up, maybe from an airplane. If you're coming into mm-hmm. SFO or mm-hmm. San Jose Airport or Oakland or what have you, you sort of get a little bit of the, of the sense. But but even so, like you don't have a 360 view because if you're looking at an airplane, like you're just looking through a tiny little exactly. window at just a few degrees. But to stand at the top there and kind of be able to go fairly close to the edge, right? They've mm-hmm. done a really nice job. It's and to gorgeous. just kind of look around and think like, I, I, was, I was blown away. The other thing that I thought was really surprising about it was, it's so quiet. Yes, and yes, and it's beautiful. So on August 27th, to hike to the top, to hike to the top that evening, the sun and Saturn will be very close together. Oh, okay. So, August 27th and in this month in August I don't know if anybody studies astro astrology or you know I I have a dear friend who we would navigate the bay on a sailboat and always look up at the stars when we're in complete silence and darkness and he was an aeronautical engineer so he taught me a lot about you know how to navigate with the gravitational pulls on August 27th there'll be Saturn and the sun the closest they ever are to the 
to the earth. So if you're a photographer, it's a great opportunity to bring your camera up there and take some pictures of Saturn and the sun. Although you, You'll you're be not able supposed to see it with a microscope. To, but you're not supposed to be able to go there after dark, right? They close you're, you're, it. You're not supposed to. They but close the locals it. have. They, all right. They close it. Because there was a there was a ranger. Don't, don't want to get you in trouble. There was a there was a ranger. He was very nice. I think his name was Rick. We'll just call him Ranger Rick. Um he was very nice. I I, I uh when I went up there he was chastising some kids who I think were smoking and oh, no. and and I think he was like like, I was almost, almost. He was not like angry as much as he was just like, "Do you understand how fucking stupid it is? Yes. Like to be smoking up here. Yes. I don't care. Wh- I don't care what you're smoking, right? <laughs> I mean, you'd be smoking, yeah, but you know, pork. Smart. Like it's just, it's too. Like the whole thing could go up. We've had fires yes. in the Santa Cruz yes, Mountains that are totally. devastating, right? The one a few years ago in Boulder's Creek, and yeah. and so he was just, he was so. I think he was just so angry. And they were just kind of not getting it. And so I kind of stayed away and I actually just parked and did some work. And then I thought, well, I think I'm going to go up to the rest of the, the area. And I drove all the way up to the very, very top. And I was like, oh, you can't park here unless you're a tour bus or have a placard. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, I said, uh, I, there's no parking. He said, no, no, you need to go park in the lot below and then walk the 123 steps up to the thing. I said, okay, fine. He goes... But there's nobody around, so if you're not going to be here for very long, it's okay if you just want to park over here right now. And I go, oh, that's so awesome. It was towards the end of the day. I was probably mm-hmm. 6 o'clock at night, you know. And I've been up there around Sunset. that time when the bobcats come out, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like it's feeding very, time, yes. right? Yeah. And so they go, who didn't get out of here soon enough, you know? Like, and we're, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is you realize how close we are to wildlife, right? You don't have to go anywhere else. And so... um, but just the 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 thing that that was surprising to me, and I try to pay attention, was the scale, because I I often find that for me seeing things at a grand scale remind me of how important or unimportant the shit that I'm dealing with truly is. True. When I when I'm 100%, having when I'm having a, a rough rough day, I will go over to Santa Cruz and I will sit along the west side on the beach and just stare at the ocean and realize like, yeah, I got nothing to compete with this. Like whatever it is, the road the the, the ocean will just keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. And I I agree. I was just up in um, Monterey this weekend, right on Ocean View. And I went for an early morning walk. It was a little bit overcasty, but that's typical fog in the morning. And I just looked out and it's just so expansive. And you could just, and it was a gentle, it's very calm water, but just towards the ocean shore, it was just a, a, a gradual little, you know, the waves were rolling in. And I was just like, it's so beautiful, so peaceful. And this is a place where people can just be. Yeah. And gorgeous houses as well. And I just thought they're like, how lucky are we to be living here in this moment in time? And I think people forget that sometimes. And, and so the question becomes, how can you remind yourself, right? I mean, right. it's, it's I true. mean, if you listen We're to lucky. if you listening to a podcast or or you know any podcast, I mean, we and I do appreciate the listeners. I'm 
I would say, to be honest, I'm surprised that there are listeners because um, I don't do any advertising marketing for the podcast. And yet every time I put up a new episode, there are fresh downloads. So thank you. I, 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 I actually it's a small enough number. I could probably name you all by name if I knew who you are. But but thank you very much. Um, but just within your own life, right? I, I was talking to someone recently and we were talking about sort of stress and I said, well, have you thought about, and they said, don't talk to me about mindfulness. Don't talk to me about meditation. And I thought, oh, right. Those now have become this kind of cheap throwaway, like quick fix rather than, you know, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, right. And, and so I was like, okay, I, I won't talk to you about mindfulness and I won't talk to you about uh, meditation. Have you thought about just sort of what it would be like to just sit still for 60 seconds and, and just kind of count your breath? You know, like yeah, I was trying to like, like, let's talk about your breath. Yeah. yeah let's, your breath is your breath of life. Right. You don't even have to think about that and think right. about that. That keeps you alive. Right. Right. Some way to trick people into being mindful, right? Some way would trick people into paying attention to like, Oh, right. This is pretty fucking magnificent. And so the stuff that we're doing is important, but on the grand scale of things, like what's the perspective, right? Where is it going to be? So beautifully said. Oh, thank you. Beautifully said. And I'm glad you have listeners too. I mean, the true Bay Area natives knew of your radio station back in the day. I was crying. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, (laughs) the world changes. It does. You know, that was fun. My feeling is, that whoever needs to hear this will hear this, right? It's it will true. it will reach it will reach the the intended ears, and otherwise it's just entertaining for me to to do it. I it's I, joyful. I at one point I thought about calling this therapy minus one and just putting a little mirror here and pretending that I was talking to a therapist for half an hour. Oh, but. it's it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. So, what are you doing that's creative these days? What kind of fun stuff are you doing these days? My favorite thing is always writing, of course. Um, oh, but playing the piano. What what kind of writing are you doing? Um, I am doing actually, believe it or not, a. Uh, a book that oh. is pre- actually a two-series book, and then it's rolling out into a possible film script. Wow! On, on can you can you I tease can't, it? I can't tease it yet, but I will. It. You'll be the okay. first one I tease it with. It's about chupacabra. I can tell. <laughs> I know it's about the chupacabra. I can tell. And then uh, you don't have to say yes or no. You can just kind of nod your eyebrow up and down and say, it's a, it's a love, love story. It's Chupacabra. It is a love story. Chupacabra colon a love story. It is a love story. It's not a love story about a colon of a Chupacabra, but it's a, it's a, okay. All right. I love it. Well, good. It okay. is a love story. It is a love story and leadership. And, and do you set aside, cause I am a procrastinator, and so yes. it takes me forever and forever. And and it was I was talking to a friend yesterday, and she was um, she's in her forties, and oh, so she's beginning age. to think about like, well, I've done this and I've done that, and I've accomplished this, and she's very successful, and she has a, a good business. But she's thinking like, yeah, but what am I like? What am I supposed to be doing? Like, what's the meaning and what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't think I'm going to have any more children and blah blah blah. And so. And so she's really been struggling with that. And, and she said, like, I, I don't know what the answer is. And so I keep turning it over. And I said, you know, I, I think one of the things that I learned in my short time in studying Buddhism is do the thing that you're doing 
until you can't do it anymore. Right. And then when you can't do it anymore, you'll stop doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you feel like you don't know if you should continue doing the thing that you're doing, keep doing it until you say, like, I can't do this anymore. I think it works both ways. And so I've been thinking about this writing and this writing. It's like, well, how long are you going to procrastinate? Oh, you should procrastinate as long as you possibly can. Because when you can't procrastinate anymore, then you'll start writing. And yesterday morning, I... Probably did like 300 pages. Right? I, 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 well, I didn't do 300 pages yesterday morning, <laughs> but I wrote 1,500 words yesterday morning. Wow, right? I wrote I, I wrote 300, I mean, I, it was 1,500 words. It was three hours or three and a half hours. And, and, by the th- and I, was, I was exhausted and exhilarated. Yes, and, it's and, beautiful. And so what is your process? Well, I think what really opened it up for me was if you're if you're struggling with that, it was a book by Julia Cameron. Is finding your creative. I don't zone. know that one. Oh, it's called The Artist's Way. Okay, it's Julia Cameron. Okay, and she's a writer, and she says you just write to write, and you when you write to write, you find your genius zone. And my write to write is in the early morning. So okay. 4 a.m., 5 a.m., p.m., a.m. Right. I know, and some people are night owls. Right. I'm an early bird. So that's yeah, yeah. when I'm very open and aware, Okay, and it just flows. So I can write. I don't put a lot of pressure on myself. I can write a page or two, or I can write like 200 pages. Do you have a like a routine? Mm-hmm. Like, do you get up and make a cup of tea and then put on like a, 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 a fleece, you know, <laughs> slanket? I mean, I don't know. In the wintertime, I do. In the summertime, I usually just stretch a little bit to some music. Okay. Just to get the blood going. Okay. And then I will write for an hour or two. And do you listen to music while you're writing? Mm -hmm, I do. Oh, you do? I love music. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. What kind of music do you listen to? Um, Anywhere from classical piano to ambient. Okay. Okay. And sometimes there's a T at the end of that ambient. Yeah, 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 ambient. Yeah. <laughs> um, and sometimes when I'm feeling like very like I like a good R and B like soul. All right. And some lyrics in there. And do, do, does that do, do you think have you found that it has an impact the kind of music you're listening to on? It does. It does. It's a vibration. All right. Yeah, it's a flow. Okay. It creates a flow. That's interesting. It is. I and I learned that through Julia. All right. So the book is called The Artist's Way. The Artist's Way. All right. Well, I'll have You'll to. You'll love it. You'll love her voice too. I, uh, the, the, so, the truth is, I may have it. Somebody you may have. Do, yeah, somebody you may have given do. it to I'm me. I'm surprised you haven't read somebody it. Somebody may have given one. it to me. I, I, um, my, my writing guide is bird by bird, right? Like there that's you go. A, yeah, that's yeah, good. bird by bird. And and in fact, I will I will say. So in there, they, I, I have a one-inch square piece of paper that I have oh, framed perfect. to remind me that my only responsibility is to fill up a one-inch square piece of paper. <laughs> that's that's, awesome. that's all I have to do. No pressure. When I sit down, there's no pressure. All it I have be to two do words. I, that's, just <laughs> fill in a one-inch square piece of paper. That's all you have to do. And so I got a little one-inch square and I put a piece of paper in it and I keep it here in the studio. I was able to turn around. I, I knew that it was here. I just say, go with the flow. Go with what comes. And you're in your the creative energy. Some days you'll be writing and just like it's totally just flowing through you. And like, oh my gosh, did I write that? And I think it's just how writers are, even musicians. It's kind of a feeling thing, so you don't overthink it. And how? So, so let's talk about the overthinking kind of okay. thing. So how <laughs> do you? I I mean, they say that you know acting is reacting and writing is rewriting. Mm-hmm. And there's and, a lot of rewriting. Yeah, yes. yeah, and and, yeah, and, you, and you, it's like it's like sharpening the stone or sharpening. Okay. You know, sharpening the saw. Okay. It's like you first need to get the creative process out. Okay. Right? And then you go back and fine tune it so it's just a beautiful piece. And what kind of cadence? So do you basically 
like do you need to finish a chapter or do you just so so when you when you rewrite it like would you rewrite it on the same day would you rewrite it a week later would you sometimes on the same day so if i'm inspired like it's coming and it's flowing i'll write in the morning and go on about my day whether i'm a healthcare professional that day or well so you got like 127 dogs you have to take care of so (laughs) i do have five puppies (laughs) okay but they're little they're little teachers to us as self yeah yeah, yeah. sure (laughs) and then um (laughs) it's true they're sweet i met them they're very sweet they're they're I, I love them. They're very sweet. They're <laughs> Some very people sweet. decide to have two-legged children. They're I decide to have four. They're very sweet. They're very sweet. And so, yeah. So then sometimes I finish before I go to bed at night. You know, I finish a piece. Gotcha. So okay. I kind of, because it's still fresh in my mind. All right. And then, um, and that's my mind. So that's my heart. And then the morning I pick up, I usually just re- read a paragraph. I'm like, that's where I am. And then it's kind of like writing a musical piece. All right. Like lyrics. Okay. Like I do have a couple songs, but I won't tell you what they oh, are. Okay. But I'll give them to you at some point. All right, maybe next time. All right. <laughs> I'm not a singer, but uh, I love no, to write all lyrics. Right. We're all singers. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> We're, we'll do karaoke that's sometimes. A, that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> if you play an instrument, you can sing. <laughs> I sing in the shower. So here's what, it's so interesting. So I, I have always thought... I could carry a tune that I didn't have, you know, a, a kind of a great singer's voice. I don't have a great crooner's voice or, a, you know, a great rock. And, but like I can carry a tune. I can hear melody and I can carry a tune. And I have, a, unfortunately, a very limited range. I think it's two and a half notes. But like in those two notes, I'm, hey, that's great. I'm, I'm terrific. And um, and at the beginning of the pandemic, I was taking guitar lessons and I was doing some singing along. And I think that the teacher was like, really like, yeah, maybe you should just focus on the playing and less on the singing. And by the way, she's an amazing singer, like an amazing, amazing singer. And so it's like, OK, I'm not really comparing myself to you, but I recorded myself recently because I'm looking. I think I mentioned last week I'm looking for a new guitar teacher. Oh, and wonderful. so I'm and so I recorded somebody I knew and I said, you know what? I'm just going to make a little video to show you my playing because you keep asking me, can you do this? Can you do that? And it's like, the easiest way is I'll just, I'll sit over here and make a little five minute video of playing a bunch of songs and singing. You get a sense of what I'm able to do and the speed at which I'm able to like affect chord changes and do finger picking and all of that kind of stuff. And so I did. And I sang to all of the songs along the way and I listened to it back and I thought to myself, that's fine. Like, I'm not, you know, I mean, if it were... Are you going on twerk? If it Robin? were American Idol, I'm pretty sure it would be like, that's a no for me, dog. You know what I mean? Like, you're a fine, you know, you can sing in the backyard with, you know, with Grandma Carol, but like, you're, you're, you can hold a tune. You're not a professional team, you know, which is... But so, so from my point of view, it was like, well, that's fine because Randy Newman was not a great fucking singer. And you sort of listen to all these bands and yeah. So it's an ear though. You have a beautiful ear for music. Oh, that's very, very sweet. Well, speak, speaking of, speaking of beautiful ears, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Because you may not know, but oh my God, we have a warning. 60 seconds remaining. You got to listen to Gordon Ramsay. All right. Yeah, we just we just do a half an hour. You can laugh. It's okay. We just do a we just do a half an hour here. It's because uh, I figure like if a half an hour, like you're in and you're out, you will not get yes. so 
yes. over uh, whatever. So that's um, that's perfect. I uh, I uh, so thank you very much for for sharing. This was completely unexpected. Unex- uh, spontaneous is beauty. Spontaneous, yes, spontaneous. The the good news is I figured out what I want to do so that I can come in here and do an episode every week. Uh oh, what's happening? And um, and I do still want to read the thing that I wrote. I think. Oh. Up. Ten. Up. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. And stop. Guns in the air. Ah, there you go. So, uh, another episode in the can. There you go. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Kirsten. Thank you, Robin. This was fun. Always a joy. This was a delight. This was completely spontaneous. Uh, Next time I'll bring chocolate. I was, uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> then you're invited back. I, uh, I've i not had anybody in the studio do this with me, and so we kind of figured it out at the last minute. I got some headphones, and we kind of moved the mics around, and so, uh, but it was fun to sit here and have a conversation with somebody and not just monologue for half an hour. Uh, and so thank you very much. Anything you want to plug? Um, no, I just want you to read what you All have right, here. All right, I'm going to read what I'm going to write here. <laughs> Not the Podcast is a production of the Schnauzologic Radio Company and is hosted by Red Circle, a fantastic platform for podcasts and brands to scale their message. Check them out at redcircle.com. Our theme music was written and recorded by me, Robin Goldstein, and you can contact us by writing to Robin at NotThePodShow, NotThePodcast.show. That's Robin at NotThePodcast.show. I don't know who has the other one. Or sending us a text or leaving a voicemail at 470-PODCAST. That's 470 470- Seven zero podcast, and until next and week. Last but not least, I do have a plug. You want to be in San Jose at the convention center on September the seventh to see Christy Minaj Bernie live speak at the Dental Convention. It's the California Dental Association. Be there, or be square. There you go. And uh, until next week, show up, pay attention, tell the truth. And don't be attached to the outcome. Thanks. Bye. This is over now, and you just got to deal with it. I want you to know it's over. It's over, Jenny. It's over. It's over. Go away. It's over, Harvey. I'm sorry. I need to get on with my life. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Elvis has left the building. This is the Schnauzer Logic Radio Company.